You're listening to North Central Infused, the official podcast of North Central Electric Cooperative, your source of information for your cooperative and our community. All right, North Central Infused, it is September. Fall. Fall's almost over, right? You can't get here quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping some things change. Uh, this is uh, North Central Infused for September. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. I am your media specialist, Justin Jaggers. As always, I am joined by our Director of Safety and Loss Control, J.D. Cox. Great to be here. And our CEO, General Manager, Kevin Doddridge. Hello. And our Director of Marketing and Economic Development, Michael Bellapani. Hey. Hey, so we're just going to get right into this uh, because people are dying to know when are they getting uh, faster internet. So. Ah, well, um, first of all, I'd like to start off by saying that this podcast is brought to you by Niagara Water. <laughs> I don't know if people realize, but this, uh, I don't know about this particular model. Tell but, us the history but of Niagara, Niagara Water. Well, I don't know the history, but I do know that Niagara is bottled in Bihalia, so we got a plant there. And it's always good when you, you know, if you told me some years ago that we'd be bottling water in our service area, I probably wouldn't believe you. But we're glad to have the product. It's a good product. So not, a, not a paid produced. advertiser, though. I, I'm, I'm not getting I'm I waiting on that check. I think it's called stalling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting on that check. Um, when it comes down to the fiber, we are moving along, uh, trying to move along as uh, as fast as we can in a, in a, uh, in a responsible manner anyway. I uh, had a good meeting yesterday with the lieutenant governor and, and of course, the people in the legislature that uh, allocated some CARES Act money for some of these unserved areas. They're very interested to see how we're moving forward. We're moving forward pretty well. As I told the lieutenant governor, there's things that uh, we can control, but there are some things that are out of control. So, uh, you know, they um, we're dealing with the supply chain, trying to make sure that we can get materials in. Um, there are certain labor issues that we have. We need splicers. So as, as these funds become available, as more co-ops get into the fiber business, uh, you're going to see a little strain put on supply chain as far as product, which is, is not a bad thing because it shows the interest out there and show that we're trying to bridge that digital gap uh, out into the rural areas that we serve. We really hope to, uh, here before long, uh, be able to provide our membership with uh, some idea of, of these phases, where they are. Uh, we also uh, are planning to have a website available before long in the next several weeks to where they can see those areas and go ahead and sign up for service. Uh, we are still cautiously optimistic that somewhere around mid to late October we'll have our first uh, customers of North Central Connect and hopefully by the end of the year hopefully have somewhere between four and 500 customers. The, the beginning is slow. The, the, the genesis of this is, is really slow, but we're really uh, optimistic that once we get going, it's going to take off really fast and, and uh, everything will go a lot quicker than it did in these first six months. Um, we've uh, got a little rate activity going on in October and we've got that in our edition of today to notify everyone uh, roughly a 1.8% rate increase. I always like to point out that uh, uh, you know there's a TVA wholesale component, there's our retail component, there's also a um, fuel cost component of our rate and fuel cost is what it costs to purchase the fuel to generate the power. It has nothing to do with fleets or vehicles or anything like that. Uh, we're going to raise our rates about 1.8%. That's the total revenue that we're trying to procure uh, next year. Uh, even with that increase, 
we are in the bottom 20% of cooperative rates throughout the United States. And as far as cooperative goes, we are one of the lowest in the state of Mississippi, uh, probably in the bottom 10% there. Uh, it's, it's just difficult if you're a high growth cooperative, a lot of maintenance that's going on. Uh, we, we've got to make sure that we don't freeze rates for too long and, and have a large increase several years down the road. So small incremental increases is what we, we've been shooting for. The good news is uh, with the decrease in demand for electricity brought on by the virus starting back in March, um, TVA has been able to keep their cost of power down, their fuel cost adjustment. They haven't had to go onto the market to buy power on peaky days. So the fuel cost component of our bill is at an all-time low. So even though we don't know what the fuel cost will be when October begins and the rate increase goes into effect, we think there's a very good possibility that when you get your bill, you won't see an increase at all. It could be just completely flat. That's what we're hoping for anyway. We'll get information on that fuel cost adjustment probably in the next two weeks. And you can see a breakdown of these, these rates and, and what you're paying for on your bill at our website, northcentralelectric.com. You click on rates. Uh, we have business rates and residential rates on there as well. So if you need more information, uh, you know, we can, we, can get, we have all that for you on our website. So, right, a yeah. great way to look at your bill and see kind of how that's calculated. Mm -hmm. uh, probably one of the most pressing things on our mind right now, when you get, get away from fiber and then this constant uh, burden of the COVID virus that we have, is you don't see it on the news as much today as you did last week, but we had a major hurricane hit South Louisiana. It did not hit a populated area like it did South Mississippi and the New Orleans area as Katrina did some, I believe, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. But in an area between Lake Charles, Louisiana, back toward the Texas border and significantly up north uh, the, the, through the pattern of that storm, uh, Hurricane Laura took away electric service for everyone down there. Um, after the storm got through, the distribution system was down, the transmission system was down. So a lot of people down there doing without. Um, a major concern is trying to restore power with this virus. With there being nothing down there, and we were told the morning after the storm on a group call with uh, some of the people in Louisiana, we were told they needed immediately, this was just one cooperative, Jeff Davis Co-op in Jennings, Louisiana. We're working with them and Beauregard Electric Cooperative back closer to Lake Charles. But, uh, at Jeff Davis and Jennings, they needed immediately 300 people working. But the problem was that they have very few hotels in this rural area, and the ones that they had were not um, habitable. Also, all the restaurants, everything, any, any food services were completely gone. So they had to bring in, as we call them, tent cities. Mm -hmm. uh, the tent cities normally accommodate 600 individuals, but we had to split and knock them down to a 50% capacity to try to do some spacing during the virus. Uh, you couple that with the fact that tent cities had to have certain type of air purifiers put in there, a lot of hand sanitizers, uh, extra tents needed to be brought in for food services, maintain your spacing during serving food, having to bring food in from, you know, maybe a hundred miles away. Uh, it's really been some limitations. So these areas have not been able to bring in the help that they need immediately. So restoration down there will take far longer than it probably would have under normal circumstances. We were put on alert that we would probably be deployed um, last Saturday. Uh, 
as of now, we still don't know when we'll be deployed because they just don't have the resources to bring in enough help to get the system put back up. So that's something that we're closely monitoring. And y'all know as well as I do, when you're in this business and you know that people are out there without power, you want to do everything that you can possibly do to get their power back on and to know that they're doing without and that our hands are tied behind our back right now is, is, is a very frustrating thing to have to go through. Uh, that part of Louisiana, very resilient people though. And, and I have confidence that they'll, they'll weather the storm until we can get enough people down there to get the power back on to them. Uh, we also hope they're going to be very safe down there. Um, a disturbing trend that I heard down there was they've had 18 casualties. And of the 18, I believe roughly half of, half them, of them were related to um, accidents concerning generators. So we always have to remember, even up here if we have a storm or a power outage or any reason an individual wants to run a generator at their home or small business, there are safety things that you need to consider when you run that generator. And I'm sure JD will probably talk about that later. But. Okay, so uh, I guess that's that's a good time to bring in the uh, generator talk. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had to break up the awkward silence for a second. <laughs> And I'll just pick it right right from there when you're talking about just storm safety in general. Um, you know, always we want uh, people to remember uh, we had some of the uh, leftover hurricane weather to come through our area here, uh, provided a lot of rain and a constant wind there for a couple of days. And so just please remember, uh, talk, you know, with your family about it. If you're ever anywhere and you see uh, any type of a line down, um, Whatever you do, don't touch it. Assume that the line is energized and make sure that you keep, you know, friends, family, pets, uh, anything like that away from it. The general public, if, if, if you're able to do that. And then call the local power company. If you don't know who that is or you really can't recall the number, you can just simply call 911. And, you know, by address, they can associate that with the proper people to call. Um, so really, really important that if there is a down power line, just please stay away from it. As Kevin said, some of the most uh, unfortunate uh, things to come out of uh, storm power outages, long-term outages and things like that is uh, when people start using generators. The generators are not installed and used properly and that poses dangers for the linemen uh, out there trying to restore the power. And then uh, after the generators have been running some time for security uh, purposes, people are kind of concerned that uh, their generator could be stolen or something like that. So they bring the generator inside their garage, they shut the door, mm -hmm. and they leave it running. And, you know, after a while when you do that, the carbon monoxide builds up, and sadly, um, that's where you have a lot of casualties uh, during storms and stuff. So please, just like uh, Kevin said, if you're going to use a generator, make sure that the generator is installed properly. If you have any questions about that, please call a qualified electrician to help you with that. Um, and if you're going to use a generator, also make sure that it's properly grounded and that it has proper ventilation. Keep the generator outside. Do not use um, a generator uh, indoors. They're not designed for that type of use. Uh, so please just you know keep those things in mind. If you have any questions uh, about any storm-related uh, issues when it concerns electricity, power outages, and things like that, feel free to call us. We have all kinds of information that's prepared. We can get that out there to you. Uh, so don't hesitate to ask for that. 
That number is 662-895-2151. Uh, also, I have a, a, a great announcement today. Really proud of this. Something that we've been working on for some time and talking about. Uh, Northwest Community College last week announced uh, the opening of a brand new program. And it is their utility worker program. And uh, something near and dear to all of our hearts here. We're really excited about it. Um, it really checks so many boxes. It's a local school uh, through a proven community college. A lot of people do not understand what a great community college system we have here in Mississippi. It has been rated number one, uh, you know, as a whole in the nation. Uh, Northwest does a great job. Uh, they've been a great partner to work with, and we've certainly tried to do our part to help them and bring this program along. And so that's happened. They announced uh, they were taking uh, applications. I think they ended up with over 30. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going through those applications now. The first day of class will be September the 21st. And, you know, we're just really excited uh, to be a part of an opportunity uh, for folks to, uh, who decide maybe not to go to, through a traditional college uh, and go through a, a route like this. It's the same thing that I did. And it really provides them an opportunity to provide for themselves and their family. Yeah. So really proud of that. Look forward to uh, working in, with Northwest and the utility worker program, supporting them all that I can. How, uh, how long is that program, just so folks know? With the COVID complications that we've had, this first one is going to be a 12-week class. Okay. Traditionally, after that, they will be 16-week courses. Um, but with you know like most things with a little bad there comes some good because the program had to wait uh, because of the covid complications to get it started uh, the college is going to be able to acquire some additional equipment things mm -hmm. of that nature so where it's kind of put us a little bit behind as far as starting the program it's helped us because we'll have you know nicer equipment and stuff like that um, you know for the folks to work with so just uh, so our audience understands, if a young man or young lady wants to go through this program and uh, they complete the 12-week, 11-week program, what, what, what are they able to do at that point? They'll get a certificate, and uh, what that certificate will help them do is it will give them a leg up uh, when they go to apply to any utility company, cooperative, uh, maybe some companies that are not even in a, the electrical business. It could be uh, a communications business or things like that. And certainly, you know, when they're filling out uh, their application and um, going through the interview process, being able to, to prove that you went through a program like this that says that you can climb uh, utility poles, that you can operate bucket trucks and uh, digger derricks, and that you have your CPR card, you have your CDL license. Uh, these are things that really offset a huge upfront investment by companies. And, you know, sometimes uh, it works out and the employees are able to get those things once they've started work. Sometimes they're not. Mm -hmm. So when you get an applicant that comes in and they already have this stuff, then there's a certain comfort level there. Um, so it just gives them a leg up, uh, you know, to secure a job. Great. And also, so the one thing that's really exciting about this, it's the only program in the state of Mississippi that will actually allow college credit for this. And starting in the uh, spring semester, uh, if you complete the 16-hour course, you'll actually be able to get 15 hours of college credit for it. 
That's a semester. That's a semester, <laughs> yeah. Roughly. So basically you can use that in conjunction with, uh, if you enter into an apprenticeship program, you can gain another 30 hours there. And then of course, you know, with any type of degree like that, there's gonna be some math requirements, English requirements, things of that nature to finish up your other 15 hours. So eventually a young person could complete the apprenticeship program and when they're done, through that four and a half, five year process, they can take a few extra classes, maybe at night, whatever the case may be, um, and then come out of it with an associate's degree as well. So they'll graduate an apprenticeship program and have a degree at the end of it. So very proud of that. that that's a huge plus. Mm -hmm. you know, from a hiring standpoint, it really helps when you know that the potential employee already has skin in the game. And you also know that they've done some of the work, so they might have had an interest, but if they're gonna complete the program and look for a job, then they've really bought in and they want to be a lineman. You don't get an employee who's maybe several weeks or months in the program decides they don't want to do it. I'll tell you one thing I like about these podcasts is that they're, they're unplanned and unscripted, so I need to bow out here for a little bit, so don't say anything inaccurate. <laughs> Thank y'all. Yes, sir. All right. Now that Kevin's gone, we can talk about releasing fiber maps. Exactly. Wait, wait for the door to close. Hang on. Uh, so we go from that and uh, we're going to talk I guess about some community events uh, that are going on right yeah uh, okay. did you have anything else Jenny? yeah I got one more thing oh, just uh, no that's fine just wanted to go over just a couple of COVID uh, type subjects something that we are continuing to practice here um, in the workplace and just wanted to mind, remind everybody please social distance oh absolutely uh, just that's so important uh, if you look at uh, so far what we know about it, uh, if you look at how people are infected and how the viral load affects how bad their infection or their symptoms are, uh, that social distancing is very important. Uh, also continue wash your hands. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, really something that we probably should have been doing all along, but it is, it's very important. And just remember, you know, the soap and stuff is not that big of a deal. The soap is really just uh, a way for you to keep your hands in the water for a long enough period of time. The, the water is really the magic there that does it. Um, and, you know, so we're doing all that here. And in addition to that, uh, one of the new things that we've been able to do here, uh, and Kevin has really supported us in that, is Michael and I have been able to get some UVC lighting. And we have a couple of units and what that allows us to do is take these particular uh, lighting units around the different parts of the building, uh, depending on what size the room is determines the time. Mm -hmm. And we're able to expose the room to UVC light, which is a, uh, a light that will actually disinfect uh, and kill viruses. Uh, and, and how much of the virus and what type just depends on the length of time that you leave the, the lighting device in there. And we really do believe that going forward, this is going to be a technology that that uh, we're going to find many, many uses for. I think there's going to be a lot of great uh, devices to come out uh, to help us with not only COVID, mm -hmm. but you know, for the next illness that comes yeah. out, for the next virus that comes out. It's really put us all in a different uh, frame of mind with a different perspective. And I think just a, you know, in general, people are a lot more open to prevention. That's right. And so that's what we're trying to do, really trying to focus on prevention uh, and just very thankful for the use, the UVC lighting program. 
And again, if you have any questions about that, feel free to call us. Uh, we'll share whatever uh, information, especially if there's a business out there, uh, and it's some information they could get from us to help them in their decision making. Uh, we'll be glad to share, you know, whatever information that we have that would help them determine to make the right decision, you know, for their business. But uh, we're really excited about it. And again, uh, just a reminder, you know, Kevin talked about hurricanes and stuff like that, storms coming through here. It is vital that we do everything in our power for prevention here at North Central because if we have a storm, if your lights are out, um, it's obviously important to the person whose lights out, but it's important to us to get there and get them back on. That means a lot. We are part of the fabric of this community, and um, when our folks are out there and our members are out there and, and their lights are off, um, we're not good with that. You know, we, we want to get them back on, and we don't want them inconvenienced any more than they have to be. Absolutely. And that's all I have. All right. Well, um, I'm going to expound on uh, on what you said about the UVC lighting because um, TVA has really concentrated their efforts in the Energy Right program with incentives on helping to stop the spread of COVID. And um, in part, uh, they have directed some of those incentives to um, ducted UVC systems you know, to where they go in your HVAC unit. Um, and disinfect rooms. So there are incentives available for uh, business and industry that might be interested in doing that in their facilities. So uh, go to energyright.com. Um, you can find more information on UVC lighting incentives there. Um, and I did, uh, I did reference fiber maps, and we have responded to countless messages. I was actually going to bring some of the messages we brought up at, that's been sent to us on Facebook the past few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's wild and, and it seems like that we field those questions. We try uh, We lot. try to as, as quickly as possible. Now, and something to keep in mind with social media is you know, that is not monitored 24-7. We try to give you the information that we can get. You know, if you need to call somebody 24 hours a day, that's fine, but um, I know that we're not some answers are not exactly what people are looking for right now, but yeah. um, 662-895-2151 is the best way to get in touch with us um, if you do have questions about you know, outages or uh, some service stuff that we've had going on. I know that's been a lot of the questions uh, that I've seen. So uh, just call us up, but you know, just keep in mind, we try to get to this Facebook stuff as quickly as possible yeah. within 24 hours. And possible. it's either you or I that's on the other end of that yeah, phone or, or computer. Our so. social media department is two people, and they're right here. So. <laughs> but they're very efficient. We, no. we try. We try to be. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're gonna, I guess we're going to discuss this real quick. We have several, several, several emails, questions, phone calls, voicemails, anything. Who are we serving first? Yep, with yeah. North Central Connect. So I will now field that over to you and let you answer. <laughs> well, you know, it, the, this pro project is very fluid and we're doing what we can in, in supply chain and, and labor issues and, and things like that are all um, variables. We'll just mm -hmm. say that in this fiber project. But yep. we did accept some grant money and, and we committed to, to be able to try and serve uh, by year end, uh, certain census blocks that have been deemed unserved or underserved by the FCC. Um, if if you're watching the video, 
those maps do exist. Yeah, they're right there. We're not bringing them any closer. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> but we do intend to uh, to to release uh, a map of our first uh, phase of the fiber project on uh, Monday, September fourteenth. Mm -hmm. So we'll make that public. Um, yes, we will. We might even have to make a video of that. Yeah, the uh, I know folks are excited. They're yeah. they're desperate. They're working from home. They're Absolutely. distance kids learning. Are work, are kids learning from kids are school. learning from yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have that information out there, um, and uh, we are uh, working every day. Uh, seems like we're in a meeting or a conference call or a Zoom uh, on, on this project um, every day. So. Uh, website launch we would expect that to come out in the next couple of weeks and mm -hmm. that way folks can enter their address uh, we get to know that they want service mm -hmm. and um, if they're in the uh, planned areas they can go ahead and pre-register for that service so and yard signs to come <laughs> yeah uh, marketing <laughs> abounds yeah um, Y'all should get a, a, the Today in Mississippi, uh, the new September issues coming out, and uh, we're quite proud of this. It's highlighting a, a big moment in Mississippi, and that's the opening of the Mississippi Aquarium. Mm -hmm. I would say reopening, but it does not compare to the old Mississippi Aquarium <laughs> uh, on the Gulf Coast in Gulfport, if anybody recalls visiting that. Um, uh, we also have a feature on Methodist Hospital and, and some folks that uh, that need recognition. That's our healthcare heroes. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's there's uh, information in there about that. Also, National Voter Registration Day is September 22nd. Voter mm -hmm. registration is very important. And um, as an electric cooperative, the de democratic process is very important to us. So we want to assist. Uh, any member that is interested in uh, registering to vote, we want to encourage that. We actually have voter registration forms here at our office, and we will mail them out for you if you mm -hmm. come by and pick them up. Mm -hmm. um, some information on our annual meeting, uh, which will occur on October 28th at 2 o'clock. Um, and we are currently assessing uh, how best to do that with the current conditions of the pandemic. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Um, also, an article about a contractor that we're using uh, and a current project uh, upgrading our uh, automated metering system. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was about to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so over time um, we, I guess we implemented this this program of uh, automated metering. 15 years ago mm -hmm. so I recall living in Olive Branch and getting my new meter back then and what, what it did is it enabled North Central to be able to read that meter remotely um, and have better outage response a safer mm -hmm. outage response yep. those things are nearing the end of their useful life mm -hmm. uh, so we're out there and over time replacing all of our meters and so we get a lot of questions from members on that um, it's still the same dumb old system it's not you know people refer to it as smart meters but uh, we read those meters remotely by power line carrier there's uh, um, nothing other than uh, a, an improved uh, electric system with those mm -hmm. so uh, more information is coming in the today of Mississippi about that mm -hmm. uh, and uh, also uh, our annual uh, feature on on hunting season so it uh, lays out the hunting schedule for the year through the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and Parks 
Uh, so I know we have a lot of folks that are interested in, in, in that. And one thing I'm excited about is a new contributor that we'll have on a regular basis, Martha Foose. Yes. Uh, she's got a, uh, some great recipes in the, in the Today in Mississippi, and we're great uh, uh writer and, and cookbook author so we're glad to have her as a regular contributor to the today and michael you know just i just want to say you know kudos because i know that you've been a, a big part of uh transitioning to a magazine and and kudos to our statewide uh really it, it's an impressive uh product uh really the magazine is really Absolutely. good it's 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 the kind of magazine now to where uh you know uh, you're, you're going to walk in offices and see it uh, on people's desk uh, in their waiting rooms and things like that and it's something that people are going to keep around the house for longer you know for those recipes and things like that so it really was an impressive transition from the paper to the magazine and y'all just deserve a lot of credit for that i mean it really is a good product well thank you uh for saying that we and and that was intentional you know statewide staff had all had always done a great job with the today in mississippi as a newspaper but um as, as everything, you want to reevaluate and make sure uh, that we stay relevant. And mm -hmm. what we wanted as a committee was a, a coffee table type magazine, as you referred to. Yep. And we want to tell the story of Mississippi. We want to tell the story of co-ops. Um, and, and if we're not telling those stories, uh, people don't recognize what a great state and uh, what a great uh, co-op that we have. So. Yep. And I challenge anybody to, uh, you know, to, to read the magazine and, and say that they didn't learn something. I mean, there, there's there's a lot to learn about our state, um, and it's it, it is a good platform to tell that story. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you. Uh, but y'all should see that, and there's, there's also a link on our website at northcentralelectric.com where you can uh, look at the digital version. We have that. Uh, we post that to, to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So awesome. you can follow us everywhere, yep. just about. <laughs> Uh, and September is is very busy with fundraisers. A lot of these are fundraisers that were rescheduled uh, from the spring due yeah. to the pandemic. So I just wanted to give a few dates for that. Um, Wesley Meadows Retirement Community is having their annual golf tournament at Timber Trust, uh, which is the old plantation golf course. Okay. And that's going to be on September 17th. So if you go to Wesley Meadows' website, uh, you'll be able to find information on how to register, and I'm sure if you called the pro shop, they'd be able to tell you. Uh, the 2 Plus 2 Scholarship Tournament uh, is one that we support every year. Mm -hmm. As a title sponsor, that's going to be on September 24th at Cherokee Valley Golf Club. Uh, great event. Uh, I think they have a morning and afternoon flight for that one. Uh, and then the Honor Our Troops uh, Golf Classic is going to be on September 25th at Olive Branch Country Club. And uh, this tournament benefits the Walter Reed Society and the Military Order of the Purple Heart. Um, and, uh, great. It's always a good event right yeah, there. Yeah. It's a wonderful event and touching tributes to uh, veterans. Uh, very patriotic event. So uh, be sure to come out uh, to Olive Branch Country Club for that. And um, call the pro shop if you're interested in playing or sponsoring. So. Cool. All right. Well, and one last thing that we're getting involved with in the community, uh, I've kind of been saving this for last, is uh, as we know, as due to this pandemic, we have seen a lot of uh, visitors cannot visit a lot of places. And one of the things that we did last summer that we missed out on this summer is because of this pandemic is we did not get to go visit Le Bonheur Children's Hospital for our Musicians for Le Bonheur project. 
Uh, so stay tuned. We're going to announce this on Facebook and on social media that we will be bringing a socially distant concert to the patients and families of the Bonner Children's Hospital. But we'll also have it available for you on Amazon Prime, uh, and that the, every every view kind of gener helps generate some sort of donation because all these musicians that we brought last year were not able to visit this year. Uh, we act, we got the, the, the Grove Recording Studio involved and we recorded those artists and um, the students of CTC, instead of giving getting an uh, extended summer, they volunteered their time to come out and film mm -hmm. and learn how to do video production and, and all kinds of stuff. So uh, there is going to be 14 artists featured. Um, wow. And it's a lot from last year, some of y'all's favorites from last year. I know you liked Allie Wallace and you liked yep. uh, Danny Cosby and mm -hmm. uh, a few other people. So it's... Uh, it's really cool what we've done, and it's going to be a three-hour, three and a half-hour long film that, of all these musicians that want to be be there and perform for the the, the patients and the families of Lebonner Children's Hospital. So you can find out more about that at musiciansforlebonner.com and stay tuned to our social media. So uh, I, that about wraps it up for September. Um, remember, Monday, September fourteenth, we will have some sort of map that says where we're going to be serving North Central Connect, so you guys can. Uh, can get ready for that. I know it seems like it's a forever process, but we are working as hard and as safely as possible. It's no easy feat. No, now, it's you not. know, if you think about this, it took us. Uh, this is North Central's 70th year of of existence. Yeah. So, it's taken us 70 years to build out our electrical system, and, That's and right. I don't anticipate it's going to take us 70 years to build out fiber to the home. But it's not an easy feat. It's not, so, please, how many miles of fiber are we working on right now? Oh gosh, I, the exact number escapes me but um you know I, I know the first run somewhere around 33 miles of fiber exactly and then, mm -hmm. and then you got to get to the home from there yeah. so mm -hmm. uh it just a, be patient yeah. we're uh we'll have some exciting news coming in a couple of weeks so stay tuned to our social media and yeah. our podcast and please uh go out there and if you're listening on uh apple uh, podcast. Make sure to give us a, rate, a review and a rating. Yep. We appreciate that. We're also uh, on Podbean and Stitcher, so you can leave uh, reviews as well. I think our first review came from Sermon JD. Yeah. <laughs> was it a good one? It was a good one. <laughs> okay. All right, so we will see you guys in October. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks. Thanks, sir. If you have a podcast idea or want to feature your small or nonprofit business on North Central Infused, email us at podcast at northcentralelectric.com. North Central Infused is streamed on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher, and is also available on our social media channels. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Please do us a favor and subscribe to North Central Infused. Leave a review and even share an episode with others.